Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus in the morning through scripture, prayer, and meditation, and then continue that conversation with him throughout the day. Your host is Travis Twineman, the pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to be journeying through the Old Testament book of First and Second Kings. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Daily Together on Mission podcast. We're in Second Kings chapter 2, and the title of the podcast this morning is Holding On holding on. And we probably don't talk quite enough about holding on. I don't know that I talk quite enough about holding on because the phrase letting go gets all the press. And honestly, it's good that the phrase letting go gets a great deal of press because letting go when we need to let go is crucial to a life well lived. But you could make an argument, and this text that we're about to look at does, that holding on clinging to, staying in the game when that's what we need to do is just as crucial to a life well lived. And the reason why this is so difficult, as you know, is we live in a culture where we let go when we really need to hold on. And we do that when our needs aren't being met. And so we're angry or frustrated. We do it when we're tired or exhausted Right? We do it when we're not doing it perfect or we're struggling with failure. We do it when a more exciting prospect or person or endeavor or whatever comes along the way. We do it when we're embarrassed. We often let go when we really do need to hold on. Solomon said there's a time for everything. And although Solomon didn't include this particular category, there is a time to let go and there's a time to hold on. And I truly think and have experienced that one of the most important questions in the spiritual life is to know when it's time to hold on and dig our heels in and when it's time to let go in humility. And so let's ponder this question for a moment. What are you being tempted to let go of? A person, thing, vision, endeavor, What are you being tempted to let go of, but you know it's something or someone that you must hold on to, cling to? Everything on the surface, right, says, I want to leave, I want to leave, I want to, you know, I want to let go, but but truly, you want to stay. And there's something in us that believes that there's a blessing, there's fruit if we do stay. Now, when we begin to think about this, it gets us into the space that Elisha, right, was in 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 2 Kings chapter 2. Remember, Elijah, the older prophet, is training Elisha, the younger prophet. And Elijah, the older prophet, is about to be taken to heaven in a chariot of fire. And both of them kind of know this, but it's been revealed to Elisha that if Elisha, the younger one, clings to his master all the way to the end, that Elisha is going to experience the fruit, the blessing of a double portion. But he must stay. He must cling when it's difficult. And so in chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, when the Lord was about to take Elijah, the older, up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha, the younger one, were on their way to Gilgal. 
And Elijah, the older prophet, said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha, the younger, said, No, as surely as the Lord lives, and as I live, I will not leave you. And so he clung to his master, and the two of them went down to Bethel. Now, if we were to keep reading, we would find this pattern repeats itself three different times. Three different times, Elijah, the older, tries to get Elisha to let go. And, and believe me, Elisha was used to listening and obeying every word of his master, but in this particular passage, he doesn't. He says three different times, I will not leave you. I will not leave you. And so the two of them walked on together. And some of us know the story. Some of us don't know the story. But Elisha is there eventually when Elijah is taken to heaven in a chariot of fire. And because he stayed, because he clinged, because he would not be shaken, because he would not let go, he receives a double portion. He receives the fruit of clinging to. He receives the blessing of God as a result of staying, clinging, and not letting go. And it's a really powerful story. Uh, young Elisha, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I get these names mixed up all the time. Uh, young Elisha, he would not be shaken he had to explicitly go against his master's request. I'm, I'm sure it was a little bit awkward, uh, but he knew he needed to stay and he would not let go. And God blessed him. And God blessed others through him as he was faithful to stay in this relationship, to stay in this space, no matter what happened. And and, you know, I've, I've said before that the enemy will actually help us start things. Starting things is easy. You know, starting a marriage, starting a church, starting a business, starting an endeavor, you know, starting anything is easy. The enemy will actually help us start. But to stay, to cling to, to stay in the game when... The going gets tough when we feel like we've failed, when we are embarrassed, when we have failed, when a better opportunity or a better person, you know, comes along the way. It's, it's very difficult to, to stay, to hold on in friendship, in marriage, at a particular local church, pursuing a particular vision, even staying in the game as a parent day in and day out, clinging to, holding on. And I love Elisha's words to Elijah. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. That is one of the most powerful messages that can be delivered to anyone because that is ultimately the message that God is delivering to us. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. And so as we begin to think about our lives, think about our relationships, think about the things that we're pursuing, the people that we're fighting for, 
is that the message that we're sending? Is that the, 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 the narrative that is unfolding? No matter what, I will not leave you, even if I'm embarrassed, even when the battle gets fierce, even when I'm failed, when I've failed, and even when a better idea, <laughs> uh, uh, what seems like a more attractive option comes my way, I will not leave you. I will not leave you. I will continue to pursue you. And in order to do this, and I'm sure that Elisha had to do this in this season, in order to stay, we're going to have to look at ourselves. We're going to have to face why we want to, you know, throw in the towel. We're going to have to face our perfectionism, our insecurity. But the reality is, God told Elisha to cling to Elijah to the end. And the reality is God has told you and me to cling to that or to them till the end. And so let's just maybe read through this story, pay attention to the, the, the refrain three different times, I will not leave you, I will not leave you, I will not leave you. And let's ask the Spirit of God this morning, God, give me strength. Well, no, first, God, give me wisdom to know when I'm to let go and to know when I'm to hold on. And then God, give me the strength in those times, in those places, in those relationships where I must hold on. Give me your strength. It's not, my, my, it's not by my might or my power, but it's by your spirit, saith the Lord. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.